Hello, everybody. Crypto traders around the world. We're back with another episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, a.k.a. Basic Cryptonomics. Thank you for joining here today. My name is Leister. I'm your host. We've got a couple topics I want to go through. First, let's get the particulars out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. Once again, that site is CryptoTalkRadio.net. That's where you're going to find all of our past, present, and future podcast episodes. The podcast is on all major podcasting platforms as well. Feel free to check that out. Let us know what you think. Link at the top says contact. Click that. Fill out the form. Come straight in. We read each and every one of those. We appreciate hearing feedback from our listeners, whether you're a subscriber or not. We would appreciate your subscription if you're a first-time listener. We again welcome you here. We think you're going to find it's completely different from any other crypto podcast that's out there. And hopefully you get great enrichment to the point that you feel like you want to spread the word out there. The last thing I'll call out is our triad membership. The triad is where we are trying to build a community of serious investors, not the kids that say the word Jeet and say the word Keck and can't half read. We're talking serious investors that believe there's something to this cryptocurrency thing and they want to talk to other grown adults, other serious people. Get away from the toxicity. Check it out on the site. Click on triad. It'll tell you about our different tiers for joining the full on triad. If you still have questions, you can join us in our discord channel. CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. My update today is going to be a bit unique and different for those. We'll do the numbers as we did, but the vast majority of my update, I'll do my update for my endeavors just so you're in the loop and then we'll get real quick into crypto but the crypto update is going to be a bit unique because i'm going to focus on one project first let me get the endeavor and, and personal stuff out of the way i've got paperwork in for a company it seems to work for getting the heck out of nevada they've got the remainder of all the financial stuff now they have to do the application then there's presumably an override if that doesn't work then we have to call my other company hopefully that does the override I'm optimistic, but I'm cautiously so. So we have to see how that looks like. If it goes, my plan is to try to be um, starting in January, but then I also need to buy a car and then I got to hopefully not have to do the drive over snow season because I know it's snowing where I'm going. So I have to play this by ear and then scheduling may become a challenge and I'm being forthright that I may have an episode where I need to reschedule it. So right now, for those that are new, and by the way, welcome, Crypto Talk Radio records on Tuesdays and Thursdays every week. And that's because for the most part, I'm here and I don't have any issues. But with what's happening with the property company, I'm trying to get the heck out of here. And if my timing is what I think it is, I may lose a day because I may need to do some planning or prep or something where I have to move one of the recording days to a different day. So our casual talk radio podcast is every Monday and Wednesday. Combat talk radio is every Friday. And then Saturday and Sunday is kind of my break day because I'm broke from my endeavors, broke from the podcast stuff. But then Sunday I do the live YouTube. The live YouTube, of course, is tied to crypto talk radio. So my thought is I may have to realign my days to where Monday, Wednesday, Friday will be crypto talk radio, where the Friday would be the YouTube episode. Tuesday, Thursday would then be casual talk radio. And then Saturday or Sunday, probably Saturday, would be combat talk. The only reason I do combat talk on Friday is because most events take place on Friday evening or Saturday. So i got to figure out the schedule. I'm just telling you up front, 
I may be shifting the schedule around based on what this all turns out to be. If it works, great, because it'll get me out of Nevada. The place I'll be going looks nice. It's hard to tell. You know, noise might be a problem, but it looks nice from what it is. And I would be finally in, you know, in a place that has some basic common sense, if nothing else. And I can start stacking bags, build up, you know, because the rent is lower. It's like $300 lower per month than where I'm at. And it would have slightly more room, not a lot, slightly more room. Even though it's a smaller unit, the layout of the unit would be more room for the way that I need it. And there's a space dedicated for uh, my studio. So I'll be able to set that up. Then I set to figure out my home office that I've got, which is currently the dining room out here. Once I get all that sorted, I think I'll be at a good spot and I think we're good. And I think what I'm probably going to do is set up half the living room as the studio and then set up my home office as the separate room just to make sure that it's uh, predictable. That's probably what I'll end up doing. I haven't fully decided. I don't want computer stuff in my bedroom. It just bothers me. I can't tell you why. I just don't. So that's where I'm at. And we'll see how this goes over the next couple of days. Hopefully I get some good information. Speaking of, and I'll real quick, I actually just purchased a phone, Punked. And if you're new to the channel, I don't have a cell phone. Well, I do now, but I don't carry a cell phone. And I'm a technologist. I have a lot of technology degrees. I have Microsoft certifications. I have network certifications, project certifications, document imaging certifications, and Linux certifications, and developer certifications, and web and Java. I have a lot to the point I actually put some up on my wall in my home office and I can't fit all the ones I have. Like I have one set there. Then I've got my honor society certs. I've got my degree. I, it's just too much. So I realized, geez, I have a lot of tech certs. I'm a former auditor in a past life. That was more on the financial side. And I've got all this credential stuff. And for me, I wanted to go back and just do another degree because I know I can if I get out of here and I get to the new place, that's going to be on deck as well. So my plan is to go through that program. It won't take me that long because I've got a lot of transfer credits. So it'll probably knock off 50 to 75% of what I got to do. The rest is pretty easy just to check the box. It's not that I need it. I don't, it's just to check the box and say that I did it fine. No problem. You know, cause I make enough money that I don't necessarily need it, but it'll just be good to have it in case there's more bias on deck. And then the next thing to do would be to start looking at all the different things on deck, like taxes. That's the other reason I want to move in January to give me a clean start for tax consideration, because I'm going to have to pay quite a bit of money this time around, because I made a lot of money in this last six months of 2022. So all that's on deck. And I will let you know if I change the schedule, that's what I'm thinking I may need to do. If I do, I will keep you in the loop. With that said, Let's get into our update. And again, it's going to focus on one token project in particular that is of interest to certain people that maybe listen to the channel. If it's not of interest to you, I apologize. But I think the experience is a good learning experience to understand what is really wrong with cryptocurrency while I wait for my pizza. Let's talk numbers first. I've got Ethereum's graph pulled up. And like I said, zoom out to the month chart because I think it's the best representation of where we're going. And things are looking a slight bit better, not greatly better, but a slight bit better. We did not get the extreme crash that was initially predicted by the end of the year, but we are still 
somewhat in a rough patch. Things are still pushing down. There's still bottom resistance. There have been some whales that have bought in to Ethereum in particular to try to keep it up. Bitcoin is at 17 grand. Ethereum's at 1277. These are good numbers, but they're not, in my opinion anyway, they're not enough to get us out of the hole that we're in. So time is going to show whether we go up or down from here. Dogecoin did finally breach down underneath 10. So it is on its way down, but it's not like crapping out, but it is something to be aware of that it's on its way down and does not show any signs of slowing at this point. The big news though, in what I was going to talk about is around Lily Finance. I'm, I don't, I'm not one that's just going to, you know, neater, 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 doot, doot, doot. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm simply going to tell the story. And just a summary, Lily Finance, they had given an announcement that they were going to list on Coinbase. Coinbase is one of the tier one exchanges. I gave coverage on the YouTube channel, and I believe I did on a couple of podcast episodes about Lily Finance over time. I said it's highly unlikely that it would get on Coinbase because of its tokenomics. The, the truth is that right now, Coinbase, the way that they work, they usually will announce a listing roughly 24 hours in advance, and there's no announcement. And I didn't expect that there would be one. That's why I asked Bleaves, who has a channel on YouTube, what would be the prediction if this thing crashed? And he gave me a number, and we immediately saw when the announcement didn't show up, there were dumps that were coming in for Lily Finance. Now, what I saw here on social media, there's an influencer, quote-unquote, and uh, bear, barely bearable, something like this. And apparently, I wasn't in it, but apparently he had done some sort of a Twitter spaces or something else with the Lily finance, Lily and finance team. And apparently he had some sort of agreement with them, which is kind of staggering, but apparently he had an agreement with them to essentially shill Lily and finance. And he was one of the ones that was really hyping that this was going to go on Coinbase. Well, he put out a video three days ago that said he's out, he's out of the project. He sold out. And in the video, he basically said, I have an NDA, so I can't say much. So somehow the Lillian Finance team signed something with him that told him he can't say certain stuff. But the fact that he's getting out as their biggest advocate is a huge red flag. I mean, Ryan Patrick is the only other one that was really hugely behind it. And if you listened, if anybody listened to my coverage, I said that I didn't see anything wrong with the project, but it was extremely unlikely it was going to get on Coinbase. Even though people kept hammering this and I said it leads very similar to the failed November 13th event for Satama, that you're saying something's going to happen and you're creating this unrealistic hype. And the person I refer to as Egghead in the project is like a shill hypester himself. Then with this bare, barely bearable person, he's like, you know, I'm out. I sold out. And he said that there was a falling out with the devs. Well, that's funny. How is it that you were able to get to the point of creating a relationship only to then have a falling out with the devs a day before they're supposed to launch their largest launch. And so now it's creating a bearish sentiment, but it's worse because now the people that are following this merely bearable, possibly even because of his lonely finance, there's people who are attacking him, calling him a scammer, saying he should be in jail, saying there should be lawsuits, saying that he lied. This is, it's disheartening. Not that it's not deserved. I think he deserves everything he gets because I did see that there was this chatter that was, I believe, not practical. Like, it didn't make any sense to me. Now, I say all this, and we still don't know 
it could be some mystical, magical thing tomorrow that it shows up or later tonight or something else. It still could be a thing and we don't know. For me, the fact that we don't know is a great big red flag. And I don't like when we don't know. I also saw that Coinbase had come out and said it's not going to happen. What we also don't know is did they say that because they, Lily Finance had exposed, hey, we're going to be on Coinbase weeks out. Did that piss Coinbase off where they backed out of it? Did them backing out of it piss off Lily Finance? Did that piss off steer down to barely bearable where that was the fallout? That because they did this and somebody told them probably to do that, that now they cost themselves what might have been a listing. I don't know. I am saying that this is a bad situation. It's the same as Satama, same as Terrarium. And the lesson learned here, folks, you if you listen to me for a while, you've heard me say manage your hopium about Luna. Any project has the same thing. If something seems too good to be true, it probably is. And that's not to naysay the potential because, again, we still don't know to this day. I am saying that I think people are falling for hopium. They're falling for traps, and they're getting caught up in the hype and the shill instead of being more reasonable and logical and sensible of the basic data that I'm sharing, which is, you know, it's extremely unlikely. Here's the tokenomics. Here's the data, which is what supports the argument that it's unlikely. And you just have an egghead who said, no, we're good, and doesn't give any data to back up what it is, presumably because they can't, even though they announced a thing. And so my messaging to everybody out there, especially if you're newer listening to me and haven't heard me say this, try to fight the temptation to get into this hopium situation. I don't care what the project is. It's not worth it because what you're going to do is disappoint yourself if it doesn't work. And you'll call everybody a scammer, call everybody a liar, blame the shillers, I do think they share blame, but the blame has to be placed on the person who's put money up because it's kind of incumbent on you as well to make sure you're smart with your money. If you have listened to me for a while, you've heard me say, make sure that you've got food on the table. Everything's all good. Da, da, da. Make sure that you're taking care of your people first and foremost, and don't get caught up by the hype. Don't get caught up and wrecked. So called quote unquote, because I don't think it's worth it. I think that we should be better <laughs> As an organization, I don't think we've done a good job overall in encouraging that message. And I seem to be one of the few who advocates this, that I don't think we should just go off shill. I think we should wait and bear it out and see, learn from the past, learn from the mistakes of other projects, and use that to be stronger projects overall. And I think it's the fallacy in cryptocurrency that seems to never go away. And if you're not, if you haven't been listening so far, I'll repeat it because I know there's going to be people that didn't hear what I said. I am not saying that it will or won't happen tomorrow. I don't know. At this point, I don't even care as much, but I'm sharing it because there are people out there that may. I'm saying that I think we need to do a better job as investors, not falling for the trap of hype and shill. They've got to prove it out. And we should learn if these things happen before, and you've heard me talk about it, if they've happened before, we should be skeptical that this is somehow different. It's not. It's the same problem. There are certain understood things in cryptocurrency. And we should take those, for, you know, on face. We should not distrust what we know to be the truth. I think the fallacy has always been that we fall for the hype and the shill. Despite every evidence, people keep getting wrecked. And then it's threats of suit, lawsuits, and all that. Cryptocurrency is a wild, wild west, you know. So I'm giving a call to action and I wanted to use this episode because this is a learning opportunity for you not to fall into the traps. I know it's easy. I know it's tempting. 
You want to get rich. You want to get out of your situation. It doesn't do you any good. I guarantee you people listening to here have fallen for this at least once. And at some point we have to stop falling for it. That means that you have to recognize when it's unrealistic, when it doesn't make sense. And then if it turns out to be a thing, great. You can celebrate after it's proven. I'm not suggesting that you swear off of whatever project just because they hype it. I'm saying, wait till they prove it. Wait till it's proven. Wait till it's confirmed. 100%. Yes. You're going to miss out on early pricing. Those are the breaks. If you choose to take the safe route, if you're a gambler who wants to just gamble it, great. I'm saying then you kind of lose the right to complain if it doesn't work because you chose to gamble it. And part of the gambling is an acceptance of loss. So the gamblers have to recognize when they're gambling. And there have been people who have said, I'm a gambler. I'm just going to gamble it, see what happens. And I celebrate those people. But for people out there that get wrecked by something like this, or I see people quote YOLO into stuff and they throw all their money at it. What for? It's not worth it because you don't know. They haven't proven themselves out and they can't prove it's true. And if there's a track record, we see a pattern of that failure. I don't agree that we should just jump into a project and blindly trust what they tell you. Like the most important thing is don't blindly trust what they tell you. Trust after you verify that it has been made true. And yes, you won't get necessarily the lowest price, but think you kept safer or accept that you're a gambler and no problem, but then you lose the right to deflect blame because you chose to gamble. And that's what crypto has become. It's become a gamble. It shouldn't, but that's really what it is. Lily's not the first, it's certainly not the first, and they're not going to be the last where this happens of just a hype that may or may not pan out. It might still, but the signs point to no so far. If it doesn't, again, I simply said it's highly improbable because it's not the kind of token that Coinbase normally would list. We knew this, though. We knew the pattern, and you could check it for yourself, and I encourage you, dude, that it doesn't make sense to just blindly follow the dev telling you a thing when then Coinbase comes out and says, no, it's not. But we saw that before. We saw it with Satama. We saw it with Terrarium for the same reasons. The reason is because the tokenomics didn't make any sense. All three of these projects have tokenomics that don't make sense for some of the exchanges they're going on. And so it was impractical, improbable, unlikely to see what they were saying to be the truth. And so I am skeptical. I truly am. And people can say, I'm just an naysayer. That's cool. I would rather stay safe and keep other people safe because we're in tough times right now. To me, every dollar that we bring in should be smartly used. I say it again, though. If you're a gambler, I celebrate your right and intent to gamble. I simply think that there should be better ways, better cryptocurrencies. I'll just caveat, and this is not a neener neener. I'm just saying, if you had invested in Ethereum, as opposed to Lily, no, it wouldn't give you reflections, but your money would have been a lot safer, especially when it dipped to 900, you would have been up and made some profit off something where they're not going to rug pull you. They're not going to scam you. They're not going to lie to you. It is what it is. Ethereum is the go-to and it's expected to be a strong go-to in the near future. Once again, for the fourth or fifth time, if you're a gambler, I celebrate you. I'm saying that for me, as people I tell on my podcast, I like to see that people are serious about it and they want to stay up straight and stay, keep their money and only invest when it makes sense. That's what I advocate at least. If you have any questions on any of this, feel free to join us in our discord channel, cryptotalkradionet slash discord. We have a couple of people there, including myself 
And we're happy to answer any questions you have about what we're talking about. It's my goal is to try to help people and keep them from this kind of temptation to just blindly trust devs. Cause I've learned in crypto, you can't blindly trust devs. You got to wait for them to prove it. And that's just the truth of it. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it makes us all stronger. Certainly makes us mentally healthier too. That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices, whether you're a new listener or a subscriber. We appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form, the link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also, check out our triad. The triad is a community that we're working to build forward of strong, smart investors the ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people, help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word Jeet and the ones that say the word Keck. We want the ones that treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey. Until next time, take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project. It doesn't matter what it is. Be smart with your investments. Make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table. Your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take and what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it is all we ask. See you next episode.